0: Next on the Five O'clock Report.
1: Deal with
2: infrastructure issues. We weren't able to fight fires remotely from home. Christians have to be careful that we don't take debate on this. What
1: do you think of the snow? It's awesome.
3: Now let's go to the newsroom. Good evening and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Greg Gillespie. Power outages from the ice storms of the last 48 hours still having impact today, while NYSEG and other utilities say that most of the folks who lost their electricity are back online. Thousands of people in western New York were in the dark early this morning. NYSEG's Alexis Arnold says 300 extra workers were brought in to assist in hard-hit Erie County, New York. Our area just part of coast-to-coast, wall-to-wall winter weather. California mountain regions buried under mountains of snow. Listen to the wind in this report from Carter Evans.
0: Heavy snow and fierce winds from a historic winter storm are creating whiteout conditions along northern California's major mountain roads. The National Weather Service says the storm could bring 75-mile-per-hour wind gusts and up to 7 feet of snow with dangerous blizzard conditions in elevated communities surrounding Los Angeles. How
3: often is it snow in Southern California? Western children don't often get to see snow. They are excited. What do you
1: think of the snow? (laughs) It's awesome!
3: For our area, cold and windy tonight and tomorrow in New York and Pennsylvania. The family life forecast is coming up in just minutes. A year ago, Moscow started the Russian invasion of the former Soviet country, Ukraine. Today, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken celebrated the spirit of the ukrainian people
1: they have fought bravely to defend their nation their freedom the right to determine their own future and they've demonstrated inspiring unity in helping one another endure Moscow's relentless assault
3: 365 days of this war have extracted a heavy toll on both nations.
0: Both Ukraine and
3: Russia have paid
0: dearly over the past year. Estimates say more than 200,000 people have been killed or wounded. There is no sign of this war ending. Both sides are dug in. While the Ukrainian soldiers are full of determination and hope, they insist what they really need are more weapons and ammunition. Charlie Daggett.
3: The Pentagon has promised another $2 billion in weapons and equipment. But retired General Jack Keane tells Fox News that victory in Ukraine can only happen if the U.S. stops its piecemeal arming of Ukraine and decide to go all in. If we
2: retreat in the face of Russian aggression like Obama did in 2014 and like Biden did in Afghanistan, what do we get as a result of that? History gives us the answer. It's more aggression.
3: Keen tells Fox News that the West needs to provide more fighter jets and advanced weaponry. Longtime activist Aaron Brockovich was at the site of those chemical spills and fires at East Palestine,
1: Ohio. We're going to have to change practices, deal with infrastructure issues, change antiquated policies, change antiquated law.
3: Ohio Governor Mike DeWine was pressed to say that it is still safe to live in that area. He agreed that according to all the experts he talks to, it is still safe to live in that area. Facebook's parent company says from now on, fewer people will be sent to Facebook jail. The social media giant says it's reforming its penalty system so that people will be less likely to have their accounts restricted if their violations of company policies aren't that serious. The company Meta said in a blog post that it will now focus on helping people understand why their content was removed. Until now, users could find themselves prevented from posting on Facebook for 30 days at a time for relatively minor policy violations. We have a new update on recent whale deaths in the ocean waters off of New York and New Jersey. There isn't consensus on the cause, though, as we hear from Sarah Lee Kessler. Since December 1st, two dozen whales have washed up on the Atlantic coast, including at least 10 at the Jersey Shore, Long Island and Queens. The Marine Mammal Commission says those deaths have not been caused by offshore wind farms, but as part of an unusual humpback mortality event that began in 2016. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy agrees. The report released the same day 30 New Jersey mayors called for a moratorium on offshore wind farms until there's more
1: information. I'm Sarah Lee Kessler.
3: Still to come on the 5 o'clock report on this final Friday of February. This week, we've brought you stories of challenges and rewards of personnel at local fire departments. We'll continue that series as we take you to Erie, Pennsylvania. Plus, the warm spells spell trouble for bees and a 10% tithe of the year to get closer to the Lord.
2: I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your family life weather forecast. Some patchy clouds, cold, low temps, generally teens, single digits, some rural alleys. A few lake flurries around southeast of Lake Erie, and especially Lake Ontario. Maybe a little dusting in spots. Then for your Saturday, rather cloudy with a touch of light snow or flurries. High temperatures, mid-20s to the mid-30s. On Sunday, mostly cloudy central New York with a flurry. Some sun elsewhere, not as chilly. High temperatures Sunday, mid-30s to the middle 40s.
3: Thank you, Kevin. Now more of what's happening in Pennsylvania and New York, where you live. 90% of houses in upstate New York are heated with natural gas. Even this week, when thousands of homes had electric heat knocked out by the icy storm, some state Democrats want to transition the natural gas dwellings to electric heat. Family Life's Mark Webster has our report.
0: After broaching the idea of banning gas appliances in the name of fighting perceived man-made climate change, the Democrats now proposing gas lines not be allowed in new construction. A Hochul spokesperson says, quote, New York can't afford inaction on climate. We're prioritizing reliability and energy affordability. Well, that claim isn't sitting well with many, including Oneida County executive Anthony Pesante. He wrote Hochul a letter saying again, quoting, before rash decisions are made those that are going to be dramatic and drastic to homeowners, businesses, and government? There's got to be more discussion. Mark Webster, Family Life News.
3: The workload for local fire departments continues to be bigger as workforces are smaller. Terry Sedney told Erie News Now that things are busier than when he was doing the job two years ago.
0: I
1: know the call rate has really gone up. Um, it's escalated four to five, up to 10 to 12 calls a day, ranging from different things between medical emergencies, uh, fire alarms, fires, or you know, anything in between.
3: Sedney was one of
1: four new
3: firefighters formally commissioned to the City of Erie Fire Department. At that ceremony, Erie Deputy Chief Fred Gillespie said first responders always respond when their community needs them.
2: The firefighters have stepped up whenever needed, at any time,
3: whether it be company layoffs, whether it be uh, additional shifts. Um, When COVID started, we weren't able to fight fires remotely from home. Every day, these firefighters still showed up. Every day, they responded on calls. In addition to the new firefighters, five current ones were honored by the city of Erie yesterday with promotions. The on and off warm spells in Pennsylvania this month could spell trouble for agriculture and gardening. The reason? Bees felt the warmth and became active during a season when they'd normally be hibernating. Fox 43 talked with Pennsylvania beekeeper Brian Wentz while his bees were actively buzzing around him on a 60 degree February day. We
1: have a day like this, they're burning energy and it's not yet spring. So it does put them at risk for that reason and also food resources later on.
3: The bees' lifespans are only weeks long when they're active, even though they survive for months while staying in their hives in the winter. The Cumberland County beekeeper says it will now take extra effort to avoid a bee shortage
1: later on. I can be proactive by making sure that my bees have enough food for the winter, um, and even through a strange winter like this, so that they're not putting undue stress on native pollinators.
3: Bee shortages do make a difference beyond the hives. A healthy bee population affects farmers' harvest yields later in the year. Next in our 5 o'clock report, highlights from Capital Connection, our Friday noon news feature. Bob Price asked about the after-school Satan clubs that are being newly promoted. In a number of places.
1: What's going on is this national Satan organization is pushing this wherever they see a Christian club, Good News Club uh, showing up. And basically, it's just an attempt to try to, I think, force schools to say, okay, we're not going to have Christian clubs either.
3: Michael Gere with the Pennsylvania Family Institute, Jason McGuire, is with New Yorkers for Constitutional
2: Freedoms. Christians have to be careful that we don't take the bait on this, because while there is this equal access out there, if they force out these so-called Satan clubs, then you will see the removal of, of every form of, of Christian club as well.
3: School districts say that they would have to either accept all outside groups or none, or the school districts would have to spend a lot of tax money to fight lawsuits. Socialized medicine is gaining steam in Albany. It's called the New York Health Act and essentially bans private insurance in the Empire State. Now it's time for your end of the week stock market report brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. We get that from Family Life's Dave Margolotti.
2: Stocks turning sharply lower today to wrap up the week. More inflation-related economic data reported today added to the narrative of inflation remaining stronger than expected at the beginning of the year. Boeing dropped nearly 5% after halting deliveries on some planes due to issues. Software producer Adobe also had a rough session, losing more than 7%. Oil today climbed above the $76 a barrel mark, the Dow losing 336 points, the S&P 500 down 42 and the NASDAQ was off 195. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Kevin Williams'
3: forecast is on the way shortly, and a look at what may be happening at churches all across our area as Lent begins. That's on the way from the 5 o'clock report on Family Life.
1: Congress recently made changes to retirement plans that will affect your IRA or 401 I am Rob West with the Faith and Finance Minute. For holders of traditional accounts, that is, retirement accounts not classified as Roth accounts, the legislation changes the age for required minimum distributions. That age had been 72. As of January 1st, it's now 73, which means you can go a little longer before being forced to take taxable distributions from your account. The new legislation also allows employers to offer post-tax matching contributions into an employee's Roth 401k. That could mean more tax-free income in retirement. If you have a Roth account, check with your employer for details. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, faithfi.com, or by downloading Faithfi, Faith and Finance from your app store.
2: I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. We made it to the final weekend of February, and it starts on a wintry note. Moderate conditions are due by Sunday, but it's a bitter cold night tonight. A few lake flurries around southeast of Lake Erie, and especially Lake Ontario. Maybe a little dusting in spots. Otherwise, just some patchy clouds and cold. Low temps, generally teens, single digits, some rural valleys, though. Then for your Saturday, rather cloudy with a touch of light snow or flurries. High temperatures, mid-20s to the mid-30s. Sunday, not as chilly. Maybe a couple of flurries in central New York, otherwise clouds and mixed sun. High temperatures, mid-30s to the middle 40s.
3: Thank you, Kevin. And finally, at 5, we take you to church. If you go to a congregation this weekend that pays attention to the season of Lent, you're likely to see purple decorations and prepare yourself for 40 days of Repentance Reflection. And Christian service.
0: Lent is 40 days plus the Sundays from Ash Wednesday to Easter that for me mean that there's space to take a breath, look around the business of life, and remember both a broader purpose, but also some things that need reordered in my own soul.
3: The Reverend Michael Wilson is stated clerk for the Presbyterian churches across Pennsylvania. That's 850 congregations. Each has their own opportunities to choose what they do. But he says that many congregations and individuals that used to not do Lent are these days.
0: So I was at an Ash Wednesday service. And the pastor said to us, you know, for many of us, myself included, when we were growing up, if somebody would have said, okay, now you're going to come forward and we're going to make the sign of the cross on your forehead with ashes, and that's going to help us remind us of our humanity, we would have all said, no, 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 the Protestants don't do that, Presbyterians don't do that, and I think there's been a lot of growth in recognizing that there is spiritual wisdom from around the Church, and uh, Protestants want to think we've got something to add to that as justification by faith, sanctification by faith. But we've also got a lot to learn in terms of uh, being formed uh, spiritually by the practices of the ancient Church.
3: The Roman Catholic Church never lost those policies and opportunities. But there are churches that are rediscovering the spiritual blessings.
0: Forty days is significant biblically. uh, Forty years in the desert, Jesus 40 days in the desert. There's lots of kind of forties that have a spiritual significance of reflection, remembrance, kind of being formed as God's people.
3: The Reverend Dr. Michael Wilson, who is stated clerk of the Synod of the Trinity of the Presbyterian Church, And that's the world we live in this 24th day of February, 2023. Thanks for coming along. From all of us who work for you at Family Life, have a blessed weekend. I'm Greg Gillespie, Family Life News.